Call your sponsor. 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 Welcome back to another episode of Bitch Call Your Sponsor. Call your sponsor. With Sam and Misty. <laughs> and our primary purpose. Primary purpose. It's for Misty, Misty and, and Sam, Sam to grow, to grow as our friends, as friends, and, and maybe help others. Maybe help, and maybe help others. Maybe. Yeah, we're not attached to the outcome. Sam and I like to talk to each other about these deep things, and if you want to listen in, great. And if not, whatever. It's cool. Not attached. Um, but one of my favorite subjects to talk about is that pesky 13 step. Ooh. That is our topic for today. And I have lots of experience, strength, and hope. Unfortunately, I have experience, strength, and hope on both ends of this mm. topic. So 13 step, I guess definition, I've heard it said, you know, my life is unmanageable and I'd like to share it with you, um, <laughs> is one thing I've heard. I, for me, it's somebody that a uh, 13 stepper is somebody that has time, uh, in the program and, um, goes after well i guess it's there's a distinction right where they're pre they tend to be predatory over somebody that is still trying to find their bearings yeah i think that's good because i do not think it's wrong if someone with two years finds that they are attracted and really like someone with nine months and mm. those two at some point form a relationship and get married. To me, that is not the 13 step guys. The 13 mm. step is somebody with time who specifically looks for somebody walking in the doors who's new and not familiar with the surroundings and they're vulnerable and they know this is an easy lay because mm -hmm. they can speak a little bit of a recovery and, you know, whoosh in and be their, you know, knight or nitrous <laughs> in shining armor <laughs> and predatory. So share your experience. I'm so okay. curious. I walked in and immediately I was 20, I was very early, early 20 and immediately met a guy named Carl. He was probably 40 years old. Mm -hmm. So he's 20 years older than me uh, and was like, hey, you want to get pizza and go in my vet and talk about recovery? It turns out it was a shovet. So, <laughs> we love this. We love this. I, I did. I was a little sick of being out in the bars and being this sloppy drunk and thought, yeah, there was a part of me that thought I'll walk in the doors of AA and be swooped up by some guy because it was definitely a pick me girl and mm. uh that way you know somebody can take care of me i was looking for somebody to take care of me and and he did prey on that stuff luckily he completely grossed me out mm. and i did not sleep with carl 
Um, but there were several others after that. And then what I came to know as I stuck around is that these guys did this to every young thing that walked in the rooms and was venerable mm. in this way. And it's just ugh. so sleazy. It's to me, it's just, yeah. Yeah. It's the equivalent of a, a priest with a, a choir boy. It's the equivalent mm. of a teacher with a student. It's the equivalent of a psychologist with a patient. Like it is in the rooms of AA, this ranks up there to me as being so blatant of authority versus someone who just doesn't know is like Bambi eyed. Mm. Yeah. So you didn't, you, you went, you got in the vet. Mm-hmm. Chevette. Is that mm-hmm. what it is? The Chevette? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you went and you got some pizza and then that was kind of it. You had some pizza. No, I went out with him oh. a lot. Like, oh, he, okay. yeah, we went out a lot. Yeah. And he, at one point, we went to a club. What was I mm. doing? I was like less than 30 days sober, and I'm going to a dance club. Wow. With this guy thinking this is what the program looks like. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the first picture of a big book that I really saw. Yeah. And we're at that club, and I see him buying drinks for other girls because he had his ID and they were underage. Wow. And I was like, Misty, come on. Like, I know you're, you're not in a really good state right now, (laughs) but this, this is probably not the man for you. Yeah. And so how long did that continue for? Uh, It was the first, my first 30 days. And he was one of many. I mean, there Mm. was the guy who, wanted to give me a massage, but he was a massage therapist. So it would have raised red flags, but we're sitting there hanging out and he asked to give me a massage, but that's his job. So maybe, you know, and it's like, as a, as a woman, I was just thinking these men aren't really, my self-esteem was so low. I did not think that they were attracted to me. I didn't have it on board to think Mm. that they were attracted to me. I literally thought they were, this was part of the program. Got it. Wow. And then did, did, were you sponsorless at the time? I had a sponsor. Oh my God. My sponsor went in on a date with Carl. <laughs> like I'm just realizing that. Like Wait, before or after or during? After, after or during, like, right. And I was just like, she was like, I just want to let you know, I'm going to go to a concert with Carl. And I'm just like, this is weird, but I didn't know enough that it was weird. Like now looking back, I'm like, okay, that was completely inappropriate, but I didn't know enough. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, not a great sponsor, not a good look. If you're a sponsor and you're sponsoring people, do not date the 13 steppers that are hitting on them. Mm. Just an FYI, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? So you, I've seen these predatory, like sleazy guys mm-hmm. there, and I do identify with this. Like, for me, low self esteem. Yeah, sign me up. You know, mm-hmm. pick me. You know, uh, acceptance, validation, love, see me, hear me. You know, those types of things. Like, yes, bring it on. You know, totally game. Um, fortunately or unfortunately, I guess there there weren't. Um, I guess they, I wasn't their type or, 
or there just wasn't, you know, when, uh, so I was in, I'm thinking like in the gay rooms. Right. Um, there was a gentleman caller that I always thought it was a 13 step in the sense of he had more time and I was very new, uh, mm-hmm. like less than three months. And I, um, I literally thought in my brain, wow, I am getting sober and God is showing me that this is supposed to be my husband mm-hmm. or something. Right, you know? right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. One of the things I've heard is um, slip them the rod before they find God. Oh. <laughs> it's, very, it's very subtle. <laughs> Get them while they're still shaking. Mm. Um, well, kind of a lot of the impetus for us starting this podcast was that I listened to a podcast called 13 Step. Mm. Um, and it was by a reporter in uh, New Hampshire NPR, Lauren Kojolo. I cannot say her name, but it's super easy to look up on Spotify or anywhere. And I, I did like it. Okay. I really enjoyed her podcast, but one of the problems is this woman has no experience with AA mm. and she's, um, this is the person that's the subject of her interest was a a man that got sober and then started doing treatment centers and was sleeping with the girls in the treatment center. Wow. And the podcast pretty much equates AA with this man running a treatment center, which is where I bristle Mm -hmm. because yes, this is a problem in the rooms of AA. There are predators and Mm. I would love to warn people that walk in the door and it doesn't matter gay, straight, anything. If this person has a lot more time or has just been around the rooms more and sees you walking in and vulnerable and goes straight in and tries to spend a lot of time with you, they are, preying on your not being familiar with your surroundings Hmm. and um and it is a problem like i said but the way she went about it was so derogatory towards aa as a whole and she didn't have the information that you and i have been in the rooms combined over 40 over 50 years hmm and so if you could say something to this person, what would you say? So glad you asked since I already <laughs> wrote her and her editor <laughs> in an email, <laughs> which I have not received a response to. It's been over a month, but hi, Lauren. I listened to your podcast, The 13 Step. I have such and such years in recovery. In episode four, I noticed several inaccurate, misleading statements about Alcoholics Anonymous, AA. And I would Mm -hmm. like to take this opportunity to correct the record. And then Mm -hmm. I just go into the AA doctrine forbids legal disputes. And as a result, these treatment centers have been plagiarizing the 12-step method and profiting in the millions without any association to AA. And this was not mentioned in her reporting. And that aid aid does not require any money um, and is a nonprofit. And that was not mentioned. And they recited statistics about a success rate. And I'm thinking, what is your source for this? Because, Mm. uh, 
you know, Sam, have you ever been to a meeting where they take role and where they ask you your sobriety date and where they ask you if you relapsed and when they ask you when you're coming back to your next meeting? There's no consensus anywhere that I've encountered. Yes. I mean, we both been called in consensus the- or census. Census. It's a consensus. We, we have a consensus that there's no census. Um, <laughs> Consent around predatory. Right? <laughs> yeah, God. exactly. Um, but there's no AA meeting in the world that keeps track of its members. And that's not mentioned in it. And then, you know, I did. It's a compliment sandwich. Like I enjoyed it. And I agree Mm. for the most part that there is predatory behavior and it's prevalent in the rooms and in treatment centers. Um, But she doesn't have any experience with this place being the last house on the block. So as much as it was a problem where in the city I got sober in with so much of it happening everywhere, it also was like, I still stayed sober through it. Hmm. Um, I definitely think I'd like to listen to this thing. And it's good. I'm, it's good. You would like it. And what I'm hearing, though, is that she wasn't she investigated, but then didn't necessarily have clarity around the distinction between a paid recovery situation and 12 step. Yes. And you're a reporter. And you're doing so much research, it behooves you to not stop the research when it doesn't suit the entire hypothesis, right? Like, right. Don't, don't, don't degrade the thing that saved my life. Yeah. Because a completely different thing is behaving in a, in a nonsensical way. Right. Um, okay. So I, I'm seeing, I'm seeing this now. Like it's, it was just, conf- it was conf- just, it was conflated both of the, right. And there wasn't the distinction because al- ultimately it's the predatory thing that was really the clickbait thing for her. And so that's kind of what she just pursued and then didn't get clarity around the different organizations that she was highlighting. Right, right. And I, I, as soon as I saw 13 Step, I'm like, oh my God, that's so brilliant. Like, mm. it's so brilliant to do a podcast about 13 Step, but to have it come from someone who is not sober and not in the program and doesn't have experience with being 13 Step but, or 13 Stepping was just like, there were so many things that missed the mark. Um, so yeah, that was a little bit of impetus of like, wait, there's people out there who probably have questions about sobriety. Oh, Sam, do you have our email handy? Yes, we have an email address. We need to, we'll put in the notes, I guess. Right. Yes. yes. It's, uh, bcysponsor at gmail.com. bcysponsor at gmail.com. 